Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, I am Barbara Eden and welcome to I Dream a Genie! Does that make me the genie? You're the genie, Drew. North, it's a retro replay. We're back in the basement. Um, great episode last week with our dear friend Kari Payton. Yes. Uh, and uh, I mean, uh, I'm looking forward to today. This is this is a uh, this is kind of this is big Zelda and Michelle Morrow. Wow. I mean, I mean that's, that's that, we've that's, hit the triforce fecta. That's two things. Okay. Tries three. Yeah. I know. This is single. Uh, that's for Drew. Yep. Uh, Drew Savine, Jay Drew's of how is a, a, a new father? Uh, yeah. How, how are you looking? We keep him off camera because, <laughs> well, he never looks that good. <laughs> uh, Thanks. But you yeah. look as bad as I feel. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, sleep, uh, I haven't had any. Uh, sleep deprivation? Yeah, it's, it's rough. I mean, you know what it is? It's like, I get sleep, but it's like weird, not pockets. It's like, hey, you get... You get 45 minutes, get as much sleep as you can in this 45 minutes. I lay in bed and I'm like, fall asleep, fall asleep. Because you know, like, the clock is ticking that you're going to have to wake up in the next, like, you know, like. Yeah. And it's so. That's how I am when I'm driving. (laughs) Just nodding. Fall asleep, fall asleep, fall asleep. You definitely got to get that Tesla. Yeah. I I would love that. The Tesla with, like, the the pillow mode. (laughs) Just take a nap. (laughs) It is a little disconcerting driving down the freeway would, yeah. and you just drive and you just look over and some guy's like, mm. <laughs> it's like and he's yeah. like eating fries and he's just looking behind him and you're just like, Jenga, too exhausted to drive? How about a little shut eye? Part of me does always want to just like speed up and just pull ahead and just hit the brakes <laughs> and just like, let's see if Tesla works. <laughs> I'm going to get rear-ended into Lavey H. Parker, work for me. Uh, I'll fight for you. You don't know what that is, folks? Play it. Call me now at 1-800-333-0000. I'll fight for you. That is, uh, that's what we call an ambulance chaser. Uh, personal injury attorney whose face is always like this. I'm Larry H. Park. I'll fight for you. <laughs> it's awful. It's time for some topics and tangents yeah. with me and Drew and the gang. This was interesting. I had not seen this, um, and I like when I don't when I don't know about topics. When I learn something, mm-hmm. um, we're all learning. Locks of George and Martha Washington's hair are among a trove of nearly 300 presidential artifacts hitting the auction block. Uh, these these I guess these things were um, <laughs> clippings of the hair were passed down through the grandniece's family and include documentation because everybody has documentation on their hair. I just, <laughs> one of them looks a little curly, yeah. if you know what I mean. 
And I, if it's Martha's, I'm in. I want, I don't know why. I want some <laughs> you want historical. <laughs> uh, but, but I don't know. Like he doesn't have his, doesn't have his hippopotamus teeth. It's just like, yeah. it's like, how did they find that? I don't know. Like, oh, it's out of her hairbrush. It's like, that's not for her hair. It's not her head. Because <laughs> you know they used to shave their pubic hair because lice was prevalent. Oh, wow. So they all had, uh, that's that's actually where uh, the, 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 the merkin, it's mm. not a joke, the merkin is a uh, wig for the hoo-ha. And uh, it's not how it's marketed, but. <laughs> Do you need a wig for your hoo-ha? Come down to Simon Cancelman's. Mer- Merkin store. We have all kinds of Merkins for, y- for your vagina. And and you can, uh, red, brown, brunette, blonde. And blonde. <laughs> Dirty blonde, too. For you. Come down. Look, a cow. <laughs> Simon Cancelman's Merkin store. Si- Slashing prices <laughs> on the mer. Do you have lice, pu- uh, pu- uh, crabs, or any type of pubic? Just come down to Simon. Uh, we're slashing with Simon Cancelman's the uh, American store and buy a, 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 a pussy wig. <laughs> Sorry, there's the cow again. <laughs> Simon Cancelman is back. Oh uh, man. Uh, Cancelman show that's <laughs> cancels any show he's on. <laughs> this one. <laughs> that's that's there you go. Um I can that, I that's just... our new sponsor. <laughs> I want every week I want to do we're gonna find uh thanks to Jack Quaid for coming up with that character. Yeah. Oh for us. man. It's actually it was a guy in New England. I've told the story on one of the episodes. His name is Marty. It's Snyder Leather. Hi, I'm Marty from Snyder Leather. Come. Browse our showroom. And it was on public <laughs> access. It was this local. So I guess we'll call him Simon Cancelman. <laughs> uh, I like Marty, though. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Figure Marty's Hi, I'm cousin. Marty. Long lost um, brother. Marty's Merkins. <laughs> Come. Browse our showroom. We have all kinds of Merkins for your vagina. House. <laughs> Well, I'm glad. All right, that, all right. I'm glad um, that George and Martha George and Martha's pubic are going to be able to get a merkin. Listen, if you're a freak, go buy it. Oh, oh Jesus. I, I blame him for the fact that we're the only country that doesn't have colorful money. I know, right? It bugs me. Go to like, Europe. Like, how am I supposed to be oh, drunk and know how much I... It's different colors. Yeah. I thought yeah. that's why Australians' money was colored, because, like, you could just... And when are we getting rid of the penny? Uh, Holy shit. Well, coins in general should just go... I out. actually will find them and just, like... Throw it out. It's <laughs> just like, it's like a, I mean, you, just, you know what, how entitled this country has become where we just throw away money? I can just see like, you get, you get changed at the store and you're like, eh, just throw it on the ground. <laughs> I do, I don't, especially with COVID, I'm like, oh, germs. So basically, if if you want some dollars or I coins, saw a homeless guy picking fall. up coins, he picked up a penny, he's like, fuck that. <laughs> It's like, oh, I got like a hundred of those things. Oh, I can't. It's like. That. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. Uh, lawyer with his. Uh, oh, yeah. This is great. Um, Texas lawyer is doing a virtual hearing via Zoom. Uh, and this happened. I'm here live. It's not, I'm not a cat. 
I can I can see that. He's he's a cat. Apparently like a, he had a, a uh, pop, popular filter. I just think this one's hysterical. And he actually told the judge, uh, it's me, I'm not a cat. <laughs> the judge was like, I'm aware of that. And kept it very straight. That was, that the lawyer, the, the judge just in Texas, just, you know, oh God. Uh, so apparently um, lawyer Rod Ponton struggled with his technical difficulties when he logged into the meeting, finding his photo was replaced with the image of a cat's face. And then it's a filter, so the cat was talking. <laughs> it's genius. It's, it's it, peak, peak, peak COVID right there. It, 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 and, I, you know, if somebody did it as a, as a practical joke, it wouldn't be as funny as the fact that he, can you just picture him like, today's the day, going to get my client, it's going to be great. And he shows up as mittens play it yes, yes. that is bringing it back uh oh, man. that would have been the only better thing uh how does the jury plead play it <laughs> i don't know maybe that means i feel like now on every zoom call i need to just have mittens on a loop like that would background. be funny though like like if, if they if in this trial like if the guy's convicted they play mittens. Yeah. And it's like, this is what you got to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy <Well>. jail. <laughs> Stretch. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Michelle Morrow. Michelle, thank you for joining us. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Dolan. Are you kidding? No, this is great. <laughs> I, I've known you for years, and but we, we haven't, we only like see each other at like events and different things. And I remember... Uh, several years ago, we did that. Do you remember the, the like you had to pick your favorite old retro game? Yeah, that was uh, Upright Citizens Brigade, I think. Something like that. Yeah, it Maybe. was. Yeah, and it was. And I remember doing that, and I was, and I picked Mario as the old <laughs> school, and I don't know, was Zelda even on your list? Oh well, I mean, I definitely love old school Zelda. I used to play it with my dad all the time. It could have been on my list. I I think mine might have been. Ghosts and Goblins for that. Oh wow! Oh, we've done that. That's yeah. that was a good game too. It's a hard, hard game. Hard. hard game. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what have you been up to? What are you doing? To, how's this pandemic been treating you? Are you staying safe and healthy? Or what's going on? Pretty much. I mean, yeah. Like my husband and I have barely left the house since this started. I mean, we go on neighborhood walks and you know we get out for exercise and stuff. But as far as like, I mean, I haven't been on set for over well over a year now it's right. been yeah it's been over a year which is really weird to not to not be around people i guess that that we work with like there's there's a certain energy i mean you're lucky that you get to be on a set right now there's a certain energy about being on set with the crew that's a lot of fun um and i miss that a lot i hope to get back to it soon um i did start a podcast over oh, cool. over this time yeah it's called the game diaries i started it with miss harvey she's a, a pro gamer um, we did one season of it so far, and it's all about, like, the human side of gaming. So we take, like, the story of the very first esports champion, um, and we tell the story of her. Um, she's actually a transgender woman from 1980 from Space Invaders. Really? Um, and we tell the whole story about how she how she got to uh, the tournament and how she won and where she's at now. She's actually a huge game developer now. Um so, and we just take different kind of prominent people in the industry and, and feature them. And we, we tell it to each other, uh, like, you know, friends, you know, having a coffee or a drink, just 
talking about, you know, somebody, I'm sure we'll profile you at some point. Sure. I'm in. <laughs> I like it. it. You know, that's the one thing, like even with, with uh, obviously, uh, you know, the on-camera stuff was shut down for a long time, but voiceover has been, I found I was able to, you know, work from a closet, you know, just turn to oh, yeah. turn that. And um, then we, you know, we were shut down for this for a long time. And then since, you know, the boys and I here all make out anyway, we figured we don't have COVID. Um <laughs> Well, Drew just had a, Drew just had a, his first baby, so he's he'll, he'll kiss anything. So uh, uh, Paul watches though; he's cool. He just watches. Yeah, yeah. I heard that about Paul. Yeah, he, he, and he doesn't yeah. he doesn't film it, but he records the audio. I don't. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's, I, and I think he is it true that he eats to that? Yeah, he eats dinner just to make out sounds. It's nothing, you know. We all wear mirrored sunglasses, so it's it's on the level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that. That's how you get away with it. Uh, yeah, you're lucky for voiceover that that's you know that you can just do it anywhere. I mean that you can do it at home. You know? Yeah. That's, well, I actually even had one job where we did uh, facial capture. I had to put you oh, know shit. yeah had to do a camera camera setups and a, a light and. You put it all on yourself, <clears throat> like all. Of the I, dots? My wife had to dot my face. They sent a they sent a picture of a face where the dots go, and then she just got to put, just like uh, a water. Like a you know water mascara or something whatever they that is they, like the weird thing like I, I feel like our significant others are learning all of these things about production that they, I don't know if your wife's in production but my husband is a, like a coder he doesn't do that and he he helped me set up like my sound and you know he was at one point playing te- teleprompter guy for me you know? oh that's like, oh see no she, my wife she's she's actually producing uh working on a, a new series with MGM nice. but but she's uh. She just usually is like, just go to your closet, do your thing. Just locks me in there. And she said, don't come out, don't come out until there's money. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes there isn't any. So no. I just go in there alone uh, and cry with a gla- bottle of bourbon. That's nice. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by the esports tournaments. I mean, like, I, I, when did you get yeah. into that? When did you start? How did that happen for you? Because... You're like the Jim Nance of, of esports. You like you're, you're Oh, I don't know the, about that. <laughs> but you know, it's like it's it's fun. I mean, I've seen some of these tournaments, but I mean, I wouldn't even know where to begin. So today, I'm just going to wing it. Esports is kind of weird, right? Because it's all got its own little bubbles. Um, so like, where one person might do a lot in under like Activision or Blizzard, somebody else might be doing something in Riot, and they have no idea what's going on right. with each other. Um, a little bit like how like baseball and football and hockey like. You know, it's also insular, right? I got into it. I hosted BlizzCon for the first time in 2014. Welcome to the BlizzCon All Access Channel. I'm Michelle Morrow alongside Malik Forte. Uh, the year after that, um, they asked me to do the ESPN tournament, Heroes of the Dorm. Thank you so much. What an exciting game. Yeah. It was on ESPN2, and it was the first time right. that esports was broadcast on, like, a major American network. So it was kind of like a, a hype, no pressure, no pressure to get up there and, you know, and announce it to the world. It was exciting. It was a lot of fun. I thought, I thought they did a good job about localizing it and making it about colleges, getting people to have a reason to sort of cheer for a team. Um, and that model was um, replicated quite a bit by, um, by others as well. So I think it went really well. Um, and from there, I just... I started to do esports news for Bleacher Report, so I was doing like daily right. esports news for them, 
Um, and then Turner, uh, you know, continue under the Turner umbrella. I did like E-League um, on TBS. So I did. Like- yep. So what's going on with you in the world of esports right now? Well, I just finished watching the uh, NALCS championships. You know, Street Fighter Five and Tekken, which was like such a cool tournament. Tekken was my favorite. Um, the fighting games, I would think, that. would be the fighting games have got to be just insane. Because I, I just get play. I get amped up when I watch my son and his buddies play at home. You know, they'll get in there and they'll be playing like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And it's like I wish I we. By the way, that's a better show than ours. Just watching <laughs> them scream at each other, it's hysterical. Dude. The, I think fighting games are like the ticket to esports. Like that's how you get the mainstream really invested into it because it's really easy to understand. An outsider can come in and they can go one guy versus one guy fighting one v one. I get that because we've seen it in boxing. Right. But if you show them League of Legends and it's just it looks like a pile of spaghetti. Like they don't know what they're watching at all. It's just you know it's just guys all over the screen, health bars. You have to really understand the user interface sure. to really appreciate it. But with fighting games, it's super easy and it's funny and it's campy and, you know, there's fatalities and, you know, crazy moves and crazy characters. Yeah, well, I know it, it hit a little more mainstream uh, when the pandemic hit. I don't know if you saw that, but they would pit, uh, like they took some NBA guys playing, you know, they'll play or they brought some football guys in um, that yeah. were, that would play like Madden football or they play NBA yeah. Jam or whatever. And it was actually like teams, like two guys from the Dallas Mavericks would play two guys from the Lakers and yeah. it started, it got some, some, some good track traction right away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We did one of it uh, on street fighter with E-League with like Shaq and like a baseball player. I can't remember which, which guy it was, but they had like a big, you know, celebrity tournament kind of thing. And it, people got really engaged with that. They loved it. So I'm going to start with an odd question. Okay. Is purple your favorite color? <laughs> I mean, it is. It's up there. Uh, yeah. Is yeah. there any particular reason that you've dyed your hair purple? Not really. I just thought it would look best on me. <laughs> no reason yes! why. No reason uh, why. What? Did you go to UW? No, but my son just signed to play football there. Oh shit! That's awesome. Go yep. dog. So yes. go dog. So I thought I saw your hair. I was like, purple. Hold on, purple rain. <laughs> it did. Um, it did inform my choice. I, I wish I would have had it purple in college. That would have definitely. That would have been epic. No, you. So you went to UW. I, I saw I did, that in yeah. your. I read it, something in your bio, and I got all excited because I mean, <clears throat> we are on fire right now. I mean, we we you know yeah. sign in the papers, and he got his old commitment letter and his picture with his stuff and. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna be we're we're it, look see dogs go dogs yeah we are That's we are full tool. on ready to go uh, he had offers at other places um, actually Drew I didn't even tell you he just I, I I'm not gonna tell you what school but he just got a scholarship offer to another school and he's got a preferred walk on to to Washington uh, which ah. is a non scholarship recruit uh, he can earn a scholarship uh, but uh, he's choosing. <laughs> despite what my bank account he's choosing to go to Washington <laughs> over his the scholarship school so the dogs are getting a really good he's a kicker place kicker good for him congratulations to you guys yep. that's awesome yeah so, I mean UW is is a fantastic football school like yeah. I know I used to sell my tickets every year <laughs> in the student <laughs> section I made lots of money I just yeah. went to the bar and said 
Well, <laughs> funny thing is, like, it's like it's raining, and you're like, I could go to the game, but you know, go to. I, I'm I'm that guy. I'm kind of like, we should get a boat because they actually do sailgating there. I love that idea, yes. where the boat comes up. Drew, if I told you about this, they, the boat comes to the back. You can do the, you, you know, you can have your like tailgating, Dude, but off a boat. Parties too. Yeah. No, and it's a, also, by the way, let's off the athletics. It's a great school. Uh, yes. A great, is. great college. Now you did uh, drama there, right? I did. Yeah. yeah How was that program? The, He's not. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, um, the way they have it structured is um, the undergrads go into, you know, the graduate program after called the PATP, the Professional Actors Training Program. So they teach the undergrad. And one of my teachers was Joel McHale because he oh, really? was an undergrad. Yeah. So um, it's, a, it's, it's just a great school. Did Joel, acting program's awesome. did Joel go to UW? Yeah. Yeah. He's a big Seattle guy. Like he's from there. You'll see him. If you look at his social media, he talks about UW. Oh, <laughs> no. Sure. Joel, Joel, we know Joel. He did, no. Joel was at our, uh, we did a uh, Australian bushfire charity, charity stream. Mm-hmm. And Joel was there, and uh, I didn't know. And uh, Washington wasn't, you know, we weren't sure that was going to happen. I didn't know, but yeah, I'm, I'm, we're yeah, very, very excited. Tell him. He's he's a big dogs fan. I remember it was funny. I ran into him at a party, and I was like, "You may not remember this, but you were one of my teachers." And I got to tell him in front of the cast of Community, so they thought that was very funny that he was a teacher at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see it though. Though. I can see it though. So the graduate students would just teach undergrad yeah they teach the undergrad so he they would switch off different quarters and he was one of my teachers at one point but you know what's funny yeah, I, I, the, I, I went i went to north university of north carolina and oh, okay. and uh, i was in a journalism major but uh mostly i was there because i played baseball but they nice. um I, I i hurt my shoulder and i did a play i thought it'd be fun and i, I went and did a i took a, actually i took a drama class and I got a graduate student who then actually put me in a play. And he had another friend who was a graduate student. And I remember going to see the play because they had a, a, a repertory theater, like a regional theater. That, And I saw this guy in like, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? I'm like, oh, nice. that young guy is amazing. I mean, he was amazing. Billy Crudup. No way. Oh, yep. my God. And like, and like years later, I'm like, Watching the movie, I'm like, that's that was that professor. That Russell was that Hammond. guy. Who, Russell Hammond from yeah. Almost Famous. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yes. Yeah, it was just like, oh my gosh. It, um, so it was. It was actually. It was just funny just to to see like uh, the same thing happened. I uh, I was supposed to do a play in New York, and my buddy had written it. He goes, ah, oh, they they want to use this other guy. He's at Yale Drama, and I'm like, oh, it's okay, it's whatever. And then they got Charles S. Dutton to be in it. And Dang. it was like this crazy thing. Turned out it was Liev Schreiber. And, no and I went to see it. I'm like, this guy's way better than me. This guy's amazing. <laughs> and and, and, and he, he was, he was a, at Yale at the time. And he, he, was, he was mesmerizing. And you're like, oh, my God. It was just like a one act. But it was, it was really cool. So, so, you know, so there's, and, you know, Billy Crudup, Liev Schreiber, Joe McHale from Community. Yeah. They're all um, the same. I- if you, if your son, um, if, is it locked in? Are you guys yeah. definitely going to go? um, When you get a boat, I'll come and party on the boat for the game. That would be awesome. You know what? It's, <laughs> it's, it's very cool. I've heard a few people. You're not going to sell the tickets? I mean, I don't need to be in the stadium for that. 
That's true. <laughs> well, we could sell our tickets and just buy more booze. Be great. There was always a, a fun fact about uh, Husky Stadium, and I don't know if it's true. This was always like a, a urban legend or something at the school, but it was said that the wave was created at Husky, Husky Stadium, and I could be like totally perpetuating a lie. No, I think but you're I heard right. The wave started at the stadium. You know something? I think I, I think I read that somewhere too. I'm gonna get. I'll true. get back to you on that. I'm gonna do some research, but I, I'm. Uh, I, the, you know the wave, right? Yeah, like the, everybody stands up and like yeah. at at a timely manner, so it looks like a wave going around the stadium. Yeah. At, a at a timely manner. manner. <laughs> Go play Zelda, will you? <laughs> How else would you describe it? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. In a timely it's manner, it's perfect. I don't know. It just kind of took the fun out of. The I wave. just like when the when it kind of ends. <laughs> Everybody boos the section that basically said, we've not, Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. They're like, You dropped the ball. We were doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Husky cool. Stadium, though, is it's a it's an energetic stadium. Like, there's you'll, I'm excited for you guys. Good for him, man. Yeah, That's, no, it's we're super excited. And he's 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 thrilled. And um, yeah, it's pretty much locked in. He's, I still have my Apple Cup shirt from like 1997. There you like, go. <laughs> That's, That's when they you know, play the Washington Cup. State. Mm-hmm. And my cup. sister was a was Washington State. She was a Coug, and oh, no. I'm from Spokane, which is closer to Washington State. So my parents liked liked her school better. So that was fun. How can they do it's purple rain? Purple. It's purple rain. It's it's the school's beautiful. I mean that that the library looks like something out of Harry Potter. It is. I, I mean, I, truth be told, I went to a different school my first year. I went to Western Washington University up in Bellingham. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so bored there and I ended up like driving a friend down to Seattle and I saw the campus and the moment I saw the campus, I completely fell in love and I yeah. was like, I got to go here. And I immediately transferred. I put in for transfer and everything at like the next week just to like, it was just, it's stunning. And all of the cherry blossoms, it's, it's a beautiful school. I just yeah. went back there last year or no, I guess it's been two years now. COVID erases my memory, but they started an esports program there, so I went back and did like a talk about it. Um, oh, that's great! Like a, yeah, they have like a it's Ooh. like a club kind of thing, but they have a little mini. They call it an arena, but it's it's more like a conference room. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe we'll be the next duo to take on esports poorly. Yeah, we'll be like, look, we will be your yeah. announcers. We're, we're going to be we the announcers. To- like, but he doesn't know anything about it. Just let him do the the. Just the let him call jokes. them off whatever he wants. Yeah, like, it'll be yeah he's, he, just let him just c- c- get the names Have wrong. Have heard of the Turkey Canal? I mean, come on. <laughs> but they do now. They have now. It's uh... – <laughs> Michelle, thank you so much. We appreciate you uh, you uh, coming on here. Um, what's it, Now, your podcast – uh, we're gonna put, we're gonna digitally put it up here. What is it called again? I want to make sure so we everybody can go to it. It's called the Game Diaries. The Game Diaries. Yes, the Game Diaries. Right there. You can find it anywhere uh, where you get your podcasts. Anywhere you can get uh, kids. Anywhere you get your podcast. The Game Diaries. Yeah. Michelle Morrow and your co-host is who? Miss Harvey. Miss Harvey. Miss mm-hmm. Harvey. Michelle Morrow and who knows, maybe. She'll be sitting here hosting this show when you get tired of me. Yep, when that's I'm, true. When I'm off, well, off on my new exciting career in, in esports. 
Hi, good. Welcome to the big uh, program. We're going to be doing some esports. I've been drinking since 9 a.m. Uh, go, go, dogs. Look at this. Go, dogs. Here we go. So, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for being on, uh, making this show far better than it ever has been with just me, with me. me and Drew. And uh, Game Diaries. Let me know. Uh, I'll, I'm your Huckleberry. We'll go. We'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about anything. Sounds good. Thanks. Go for dogs. Me. Go dogs. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. I'm your host, Nolan North, of course, because it's my show. Anyway, uh, today we have the lovely Kay Simpson and the lovely Jennifer Rios, correct? Yes, that's yes. correct. Not Rio, like Brazil. Rios, like Spanish rivers. Yes, pretty say, much. Say that? <laughs> all right. Well, and the lovely Pagan is with us as well, um, all the way from Ireland. Um, I think so. You think so? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, first of all, we're going to decide who goes first. So I'm going to think of a number between 1 and 20. Pick the number. If you don't go over, whoever's closer without going over uh, gets to choose if they want to go first or second. So I got the number. Go. 7. 11. 11. It was 8. K. You, you get to choose. Would you like to go first or second? I'll go first. Again, interesting tactic. A lot of people like to go second, but she's like, I'm going, to, I'm going out the gate. I'm putting the pressure on Jennifer. This is how I roll. It. All right. Uh, five questions. Are you ready, Kay? Let's go for it. Name something in a person's closet that only comes out for special occasions. A black dress. Name something associated with vampires. A steak. Name something people are chased by in the movies. Zombies. Name a popular ice cream flavor. Mint chocolate chip. Name a place where you might see someone wearing a baseball cap. A baseball game. Ding, 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 ding. That's me doing the sound, but there's also a real bell. Um, uh, I, I also need a pen. Nobody, I don't have a pen, but I think I remember this. I am not oh. so old that I, I'm not so old that I can't remember what she said. Wait. Who, who, there's Shall nobody. I get your oh, bed there you are. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you. A pen comes flying in from outside. This doesn't work. Name something in a person's closet that only comes out for special occasions. You said a black dress. Yes, dress. Twenty-six points, pagan. Uh, uh, right off the bat, uh, number one was suit or tux, which is very chauvinistic. Um, uh, I was about to say not the feminist version. <laughs> yes, it was the. See that, see that paw that just handed me this? That was Drew's paw. Okay. Uh, name something associated with vampires. Number one answer, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> no no way. No I way. I just waited. Nobody was paying attention. No, no Twilight. Twilight. No uh, really? Two, really? Uh, uh, you said steak. Show me steak. Oh, a zero. A what? goose egg. Yes, and by the way, I thought that was a I thought it was a great answer. I I would my first thought was steak or garlic. 
Uh, not Robert yeah, Pattinson. Exactly. Okay, we gotta we gotta make up some points and name something people are chased by in the movies. You said zombies. Number one answer, twenty one points. Number one answer, zombies. Um, but you know, just so you know, not for real, not really. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine would be dogs or police. That's what chases me quite a bit. Uh, police dogs are the worst. Canine units. Name a popular ice cream flavor. You said mint chocolate chip. Ding! 20 points for mint chocolate chip. Number one answer was vanilla, um, followed by chocolate. It was a tie so for mint vanilla. chocolate chip. So uh, very, very well done. Finally, name a place where you might see someone wearing a baseball cap. Number one answer, advice from Uncle Noli. But number two, 26 points, a baseball game. Very well done. Pagan, what are the uh, points for K that uh, Jennifer's going to have to uh, come up and beat? 93 points. Whoa, 93. Uh, it's an uphill battle, Jennifer. Um, but but we're going to do this. Okay, are you ready? Yes, All let's right. Go. Name a term of endearment that you can call your partner slash spouse but you should never call your coworker. I'll, I'll go with baby. When you call or or Drew, <laughs> when you call in sick for work, name something people do to make it more believable. Off a whole lot. Name something people are afraid of. Heights. And finally, name something you might associate with California. San Diego Comic Con. Name something that might be brewing. Beer. Name a term of endearment that you can call your partner, spouse, your mother, uh, but you shouldn't call your coworker. <laughs> Name something that might be brewing. Number one answer, coffee. You said beer. Bam, 28 points. That was the number two answer, beer. Um, also tea. Uh, trouble is a brewing. I thought trouble. Nice. Trouble. Uh, number one answer, honey. <laughs> Honey, can you please pay attention while I'm talking? <laughs> it's okay here at Retro Replay. Drew, Drew likes it because we call her, he's our honey bear. Yeah. Because he's covered Aww. in hair and sticky. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you said, uh, honey, number one answer. You said, baby, baby. Yes, 25 points. Yeah, you wow. got, got the number two answer in the first two. When you call in sick for work, name something people do to make it more believable. I fake diarrhea. But you said cough. Number one answer for 48 points. My goodness, 48 points. That, that, yes, cough a whole lot. Um, yeah. And the, the sad thing is the diarrhea trick, Drew, it never works. Because <laughs> they always ask for proof. Well, because I can't fake it. Yeah. And it just ends up right, a mess. <laughs> Name something people are afraid of. Uh, and you said heights. This is going very well, Drew. (laughs) Heights, ding, ding, ding. 20 points for heights. Yes, people are afraid of heights. Other people, taxes, and of course, Richard McGonagall. Yeah, terrifying. Finally, name something you might associate with California. Number one answer, obviously, Retro Replay. You said San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, zero points for that. Oh, I don't know. But you had some, you had some strong answers in the, in the beginning. So let's see. Did she pull it off? Uh, Kay at 93 points. Jennifer, Jen, Jenny from the Bronx. 
What's up, Jay? Jay, yep. Jay Rowe? There she is, Jay Rowe. Yes. Uh, <laughs> how many points for for Jenny from uh, from the Bronx? 121. 121. <laughs> wow! The bell, all the buzzers, everything in my head is going off. Jennifer Rios uh, with the with the with the big like win that. today. <laughs> well, as always, you win nothing except bragging rights um, and you know spending this special time with someone as worthwhile as Pagan. Because everybody here is just a degenerate scumbag. It's true. We all have records. Why is Paul oh, naked today? I, you know, Why is Paul naked? Uh, please. I asked him to be. It's my birthday. Hey, just get him a towel or something. It's distracting. It's, it's my birthday. If, if I wanted Paul to be naked, he gets naked. That's just how it goes. On your birthday? Yeah. Okay. By the way, it's impressive. Put it away. Someone's going to trip on it. But please. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for being part of the feud. We'll see you soon on our next edition. We have some uh, new games coming up that we're going to try. Uh, but we're still calling it Retro Feud. I don't know. Who knows? There's no rhyme reason for anything we do. Thank you. Love you guys. We'll talk soon. It's been the feud. Okay, as as always, uh, it's time for our photos on the bar. Uh, today we have R.J. Bryan um, with someone who looks a lot like me. It is me. I love that shirt. Not his, mine. I don't know where it is, though. I lost it. Uh, next up, our, our dear friend, Dean J. Smith, looking very drakey up there. God, that's almost a, that's almost, that's almost a better... Nathan Drake than me. He's got the blue eyes, so, you know, that works. Digitally enhanced mine. And finally, uh, Kringlebert Fishty Buns. The greatest name ever. It's uh, Gen G. Uh, and it's so apropos because uh, Kringlebert Fishty Buns. Gen G. I don't even know if I can call her Gen G anymore. <laughs> Kringlebert Fishty Buns is dressed as Link, uh, which, as of course today, was all about Link or Lunk as we call Drew now. I don't know. Uh, there they are, the photos in the bar. And now for our member shout-outs. Uh, at the uh, Get Good level, we have Ryan Kemp, uh, Wazo Slump, Raya G, and Ian Halliday, who, uh, by the way, Ian Halliday is running a 24-hour charity stream on the 27th of February, okay? Um, uh, on Twitch, go to at... E-E-N Plays Games. Uh, it's an, an aid of special effects, which helps children's, children's, it helps children's and adults, uh, children and adults with various disabilities continue to enjoy the fun of gaming by creating specially adapted controllers or even the ability to allow for a game to be controlled by eye movement um, alone with the specialist equipment. So cool. again, Ian Halliday doing something very cool. 24-hour cool. charity stream, uh, February 27th uh, on Twitch. Uh, there is again at EEN plays games. Uh, so uh, well done, maybe, Ian uh, Halliday. Maybe uh, we get some, uh, maybe Pagan or Steph or I will jump on and. Yeah, maybe we can try, try to jump on there and, and, play, and, play and with help out. Uh, Drew Soup level. We had Clint Cochran and Caleb Stockstill. And finally, at the Outer Beast level, our dear and lovely Ness G, all the way down there in Perth. Uh, Tatey Cake and Rain Redgrave. Yasmin 
McGregor. This is your shout out. Oh! <laughs> I just try to mix it up. It's a shout out. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks so much for uh, watching, being a part of the show, being a part of this community. Yeah. Uh, as always, don't forget to uh, subscribe, uh, like us, do all that good stuff that yeah. the YouTube... Like or subscribe to the button below or above me. I don't know where it is. Um, we appreciate your support. This channel's run on your support. So um, help us out. Get yourself up on the bar. Get yourself a shout-out. Hey, you know what? You can also... If you join, you can get a you know personalized shout out from me. Anything you want. Yeah. You want you know Al Pacino chewing gum. Oh, there's nothing in my mouth. Anything you want. <laughs> I don't care. We'll just just do whatever you need. Yeah. Um, I, I you know I'll I'll spit on a birthday cake. I don't care. <laughs> just join. <laughs> Click or subscribe. Like us with the like button. Give us a thumbs up. I don't know. Uh, but we thank you so much as always we will see you next week on Retro Reply do you know what I think would be a, a great opportunity hold on uh, how's that bitch <laughs> Retro Replay stars Nolan North and was created by PJ Harzma, Drew Lewis, and Nolan North. This episode was edited by Stephanie Judge and mixed by Paul Bach. This show is listener-supported, so if you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Or join our community as a member on YouTube. You can choose from one to four tiers to support on a monthly basis. If you're currently a member, thank you for supporting us and keeping this channel going. This show is brought to you by Red Bear Films and Retro Replay. I'm Paul Bach. Stick around for another episode, or we'll see you next week. You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on... The Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive? She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. There's the water on this planet. What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew?